Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. It's the five o'clock hour on a Monday, uh, the Monday after. Resurrection Day. Oh, I hope you were able to be in church yesterday. I hope you were able to be with other believers. I hope you were able to raise your voices and maybe even your hands in praise to the risen Christ, the risen Savior, the risen Messiah. I hope you were able to do that. I hope you were in a good Bible-believing church that actually believed that Jesus literally physically died and literally physically rose from the dead and ascended to heaven. Um, I, one of the things I just don't understand, why anyone would attend a church on Easter that doesn't believe in Easter. And yet there are churches all across America that had Easter services yesterday and they don't even believe in the physical resurrection of Jesus Christ. But Easter brings hope and encouragement. Hope in who? Hope in what? Oh, just just hope. You mean hope in a risen Savior? Well, just hope. Easter is inspirational. It's... uh, it's uplifting. Oh, my goodness. Churches all over the country celebrated hope without hope, inspiration without inspiration. Um, anyway, I hope that was not the case with you or your church. And... Um, I I just pray that thousands and thousands of people came to know Christ as their own personal Savior yesterday. And uh, part of my message yesterday was how the um, the women in Luke twenty four part of part of my sermon yesterday was on Luke twenty four. I preached yesterday on the three words that changed the universe. Not the three words, pardon me. The three days that change the universe. Friday, Good Friday, Saturday, which is often called Silent Saturday. I don't think it was silent at all. But I don't have time to go into that. I did yesterday. Uh, And then, of course, Sunday, uh, Easter Resurrection Sunday morning, that first Easter morning. But part of the message was from Luke 24— on that first Sunday morning, 
that little group of women got up very early to go to the tomb to finish the embalming process for Jesus. They were confused. They were devastated. They didn't know what to believe. They didn't know what to understand. They weren't really sure who he was. But not one of them expected to find an empty tomb. Not one of them. And it's interesting, not even Mary, the mother of Jesus, expected to find an empty tomb. None of the disciples did, even though, if you look at the the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, on at least a dozen occasions, Jesus sat his followers down. The disciples and often the women were there too. And he told them clearly, succinctly, specifically, I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be arrested, tried, convicted by our own people, the Jews. I am going to be killed, but it's okay, because on the third day, I'm going to rise from the grave. He told them that over and over and over again. And yet none of them expected to find the empty tomb. And so the women are coming And they are so grief-stricken, they haven't even thought, how in the world are they going to roll that stone away? And how are they going to convince the Roman soldiers to allow them to roll the stone away? You really think the Roman authorities are going to give an order to the soldiers, oh, if a bunch of women come with some embalming spices, just roll the stone away so they can go in and complete the embalming. And then, of course not. They were ordered to guard that tomb with their lives. But these women were so distraught. They had lost all common sense. They didn't even think about that. They're just going and... They loved Jesus. They, they, they weren't sure who he was now. but And then when they got there, the stone was rolled away, and there's two men in white apparel. And Luke 24 says they were much perplexed. They were confused. What's going on here? What happened to the stone? And what happened to the body of Jesus? And here was the point. That among others that I was trying to make yesterday, those women had missed the most important message that had ever been taught, preached, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus. They had heard Jesus himself, the greatest communicator of all time. They heard him teach them, tell them, communicate to them the death, burial, and resurrection, and yet they missed it. And one of the points I tried to make yesterday, it is possible that you have heard this message over and over again. Do you believe Jesus died on the cross? Yeah, sure. You believe he was buried? Uh Uh-huh. Do you believe he rose from the grave? Yeah, I think so. Well, have you accepted the gift of salvation that was offered because of his death, burial, and resurrection? That's the great great question. Not do you just mentally acknowledge that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again. 
Have you received the gift that was made possible because of that finished work of Christ on the cross? Listen, if the disciples and those women could have missed that message, it is possible that you have as well. And so I ask you the question, can you tell me a time and a place when you repented of your sin, acknowledged that you're a sinner, and by faith asked Jesus Christ to be your Savior? I don't care whether you know the date on the calendar. Do you remember the time and the place? If you don't, how do you know that you were really born again? Is it possible that you've heard it, but you've missed it? Don't miss it any longer. You don't have to accept Christ on Easter Sunday. The Monday after Easter is just as good. And I just want you to think about it and answer the question. Do you know that you know that you know that you've been born again? I'm not talking about church membership or baptism or good works. I'm not talking about being raised in a Christian family. I'm talking about you, one-on-one, personally, accepting the free gift of salvation. If you never have or if you're unsure, do it today, right now. Do it right now. And you can experience the resurrection in your life the day after Easter. That'd be fine. If you do that, send me an email, bob at bobtalk.com. Let me know so I can pray for you, help you. Do it now if you never have. All right, we'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. You know, sometimes you're glad that you're right. Other times you are right, but you're not real happy that you're right. And uh, this story is, uh, yeah, well, one of those stories. I continue to tell you this, and I tell you this because I believe it is true. Everything the progressive liberal left touches, they destroy. They kill it. And I have given you literally thousands of illustrations through the years of where something was going along just fine, and then the liberal progressive left gets hold of it, and they destroy it. Uh, Mainline Protestant churches, take a look at them. Yeah, look what the left has done to them. Education. Look at what the liberal progressive left has done to education. Have you done any research lately on the academic status of American public schools? It is worse than pathetic. 
And it is also true, the farther left a school district is, the worse they're doing academically. Um, give me an exception. No, seriously. Give give me an exception. And then we turn to the world of sports. Yeah. The uh, liberal progressive left wants men competing against women. And they're pushing it hard. They made Leah Thomas a man, fully man, anatomically a man, uh, took hormone treatment, reduced his testosterone, but is still physically, anatomically a man. Uh, they made him a hero because he beat a bunch of girls. Think, think how the world has changed. Oh, my goodness. I was raised being taught you don't beat up on girls. Real men do not beat up on girls. You don't do that. And if you were in an athletic event and you beat a girl, there's nothing to brag about. You didn't tell anybody. But boy, has that changed. Leah Thomas was made a hero. One of the women of the year nominated by USA Today, ESPN, blah, 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 blah. And um, it is destroying women's sports. Well, the Biden administration is absolutely determined to destroy it even more. Uh, This came out the end of last week. I think it was Thursday. And when it came out, it was very, very confusing. And it's the Biden administration's for a new Title IX proposal. Now, what is Title IX? Title IX was a provision that came about back in 1972 to basically give equal rights, equal privilege to women. Title IX. It um, kept women from being second-class citizens, and uh, it, uh, it actually built women's sports in many, many ways. Well, the Biden administration is now proposing a new Title IX rule that would prohibit schools from enacting, quote, a blank—pardon uh, me, a blanket ban— on transgender athletes, though, quote, certain limitations could be issued in the name of fairness or safety. Now, this came out Thursday, and if you were listening on Thursday, I said, this is really confusing. And it seems to be self-contradictory. Well, that was Thursday. This is now Monday. It's confusing, and it seems to be self-contradictory. It's an attempt to try to make everybody happy. And it's basically a proposal from the Biden administration to the U.S. Department of Education to amend the regulations of Title IX 
concerning transgender athletes. And it says, in certain cases, if a school can prove that female athletes would not be safe participating against biological males who are transgender, well, then you could maybe possibly enact rules to keep them from participating. But the burden of proof would be so heavy on the school that very few schools would take advantage of this provision because they would be afraid that the U.S. Department of Education would say, "Mm, mm, 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 mm." you did not prove that there were real safety issues and we're going to take away your federal funding. That's the club that the Department of Education is using. You violate that, we're taking away all of your federal funding. So the Biden administration can say, well, if a school really believes that their female athletes would be in danger, they can prohibit them. That's an out for them. But the way the amendment is written the burden of proof would be so heavy that very few schools will actually take advantage of that loophole, if you will, in Title IX. So, in essence, it will destroy women's sports. It'll destroy it. And once again, athletic organizations around the world International organizations, uh, the British um, uh, Women's Swimming Association just said, no transgender. It's not fair. International sports organizations are saying, no transgender. It's not fair. It's not safe. And then there's the United States. Like I said, everything the liberal left touches they destroy. That's exactly what they're going to do with women's sports.